When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And I'm not sure, are we going by Lil Cece? Or are Cece we, or Lil Cece, either one. Or your full Instagram? Sid- oh, Sydney? Sydney, Sydney Christine? Sydney Christine, yeah. Okay, so all of those are acceptable? All of those are acceptable, yes. <laughs> okay. And uh, this is your, your first ever interview? Yes, in person, talking, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you tell me, like, if you meet a guy in the club, what do you describe? Like, if he says, what do you do? What, what do, you, do I do? Yeah, what do you say? I'm a model slash music producer. Okay, but model first? Yeah. Or no, <laughs> both. They're both equally. I do them equally. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And so uh, what, what are you looking to get out of this interview? Like, is, is this a part of a, like, particular rollout? Or, or like, wh- wh- what um, makes you want to do this of, now? Yeah, I have a lot of music dropping. So not my music. I don't rap or anything. But, like, um, you know, I make beats. So a lot of artists that I work with are dropping. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So campaigns uh, and stuff coming out. What's coming out? Campaigns like modeling oh. stuff. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're dropping all this stuff coming up soon. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start at the beginning though. Where are you from? I'm from Los Angeles, California. Most more specifically, Inglewood, um, Playa del Rey area. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, uh, what was your upbringing like? Um, my upbringing. I was mainly raised with my mom up until I was like. 15 and then after that I kind of like lived by myself at my grandma's house she moved up north to help my brother take care of his baby while he was in college so I was kind of like by myself most of the time since I was like 14 15. You live in a crazy part of Englewood or what? Kind of well it used to be it's kind of like gentrified now like Manchester and Prairie okay like right where the um the forum so okay, yeah. yeah yeah the forum exactly yeah exactly yeah we were just talking about that so inglewood's on the up and up everything's getting better yeah. over there mm-hmm. yeah back then it was like a little bit more crazier but now it's not like that so you weren't seeing crazy in high school growing up oh yeah well kind of the high school i went to was in playa del rey but it was so small i didn't have any friends there so my friends were in like inglewood and stuff so yeah, like after school, but in school, no. I was in private school my whole life. You were? Yeah. Okay, interesting. So that was like, it was very proper and everything? No, it was like a, um all black um, private school. Oh, really? Not all black, but majority all black private school. What was life like for like the two white kids? Huh? Was there like two white kids? Yeah, or? literally. What two was life white like kids. for them? I'm just trying to figure that out now. Um, they like. It. They really liked <laughs> they it. Like One it. of them actually got a scholarship to UCLA for baseball. So oh, okay. yeah, he's living life now. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So wait, okay. So what did your parents do? Like uh, my parents. So my mom actually is. She had a very hard life coming up. She didn't do much, but now she's like 
a speech therapist. My dad doesn't do nothing either. I actually don't know my dad. That was another part of my upbringing. I don't know him like that. But I know his mom, which is weird. And she's very wealthy, very, very wealthy. So that's why I was able to go to private school my whole life and live in Playa del Rey sometimes. But you never met your dad, but you met his mom. I met him, but not like that. Yeah, I lived with his mom, but I don't know him like that. I probably see him like once every other year. So, but... And he would be there for, like, 10, 15 minutes. But, like, I don't know him like that. No. And what, he just got a cold heart? He don't give a fuck? He don't. Oh, drop my bag. No, he don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Not. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. No, he doesn't. Damn. But I'm, yeah. I'm just interested what the private schools are like out here, too, because I'm, I'm, I'm putting my kids in private schools. Oh, nice. Where? I don't know. I'm don't definitely know? not sitting on here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. My kid's only two anyway, so oh, it's like cute. this is like way in the future. Cute. Yeah, I, I love it. I love growing up out here. It was really fun. Um, Yeah, private schools are good. They're, I feel like I'm well-rounded. I know a lot of things. Um, I feel like they help me mature faster in a way, uh-huh. Um, in a good way, like in a way where I know a lot about the world and other people and stuff so right yeah. definitely so what like when did what did you do after high school or like what kind of kid were you in high school in high school i was very quiet I actually that's where i started my music career um i would make beats like by myself at lunch i was very very quiet now i'm like a lot more outgoing but i didn't have any friends i was just sitting by myself um why yeah, why do you think beats. that was why were you so like to yourself I'm not even going to lie. I just thought I was better than them or like I knew more than them. Like it wasn't on no like and they would but they would bully me because I guess that was the energy I gave off. Rightfully so. But like I didn't do anything to anybody. Like I just didn't like to talk to them like that. They kind of was just I don't know. I just like to be in my own world. Wow. Were you like deep in the Internet already at that age? And I'm a cancer. I'm like to myself. Oh, really? Okay. Deep in the internet? Kind of a little bit, yeah. I I'm was, just imagining was, you being on, like, Tumblr every day or something and being like, fuck these Tumblr, kids in school. Like, <laughs> I'm on Tumblr. No, no, no. Yeah, I was on Instagram. My, okay. my pictures were definitely on Tumblr, but I didn't have a Tumblr personally, but my pictures would go viral. Okay, so, so, so you were doing the model thing from yeah. an early age? Mm-hmm. Like, when did you start yes. that? I didn't start professionally modeling until I was, like, like 18. So after high school, but I would take a lot of like Instagram pictures and stuff like while I was in high school. Okay. Mm -hmm. And people are just like reposting them all over the internet not knowing Mm -hmm. that you're in high school. Yeah, I always had like a decent (laughs) amount of followers since high school. Really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, but you weren't like dating anybody during that time? I guess I could. High school, no. I can understand now why you were like thought you were kind of better than all the kids in school because you already have this like online persona going on. Yeah, not necessarily better, but like I just felt like they couldn't relate to me. I didn't mean to say better. Like, (laughs) yeah, just not relatable. Like, you know, because they looked at me as so like, oh, you're just whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I must be that then. You know, like, it wasn't necessarily that. Like, I just felt like they just didn't understand what it was like for me to have, like, a lot of attention at such a young age and, like, not have anybody else that's kind of like that around mm. me. But were the kids in school, were they, like, kind of oblivious to the fact that you were popping online or were they aware oh, they of knew. it? Okay. They knew. Yeah, they knew. And this was just something for them to talk shit about or what? Yeah, like they just would kind of just be like, oh, you're just that girl that just posts pictures all the time and you don't care about anything but that. Like, and it's like, you guys just don't know what I care about, you know? So like, they just didn't get it. Welcome like, to 2023. That's all anybody cares yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you can make money now. Back then you couldn't make any money on it. So it's like, yeah. okay, they just didn't know. It's easy to forget like how 
being an Instagram model or like being popping as a social media influencer is kind of a new concept that yeah. people weren't really mm -hmm. even tapped into a, a few years ago. Yeah, I never really wanted to be like the influencer vibe. I really wanted to be like supermodel because I'm very tall, like mm. slim tall? and stuff. I'm 5'10". Okay. So like I want to get like wanted to get at the time like into like, you know, Nike campaigns and beauty campaigns. And that's like what I'm doing now. Okay. So that Damn. was like my goal. So when did you first get contacted about the modeling thing though? Um, actually, um, I had a manager, Jacob York, he's outside and right. he reached out to me like, Why don't you model like professionally? Like I see you just take pictures on Instagram, but like you should actually model. And I was like, you know what? I do want to model, but I was just was so like unsure of how. And then I went to the agency, I took digital pictures and i got signed and immediately i was being booked for everything really yeah mm -hmm. so just all of a sudden you're what making a bunch of money and like just having super busy days of doing all this crazy yeah. ass shit it, it must have been pretty wild busy days yeah mm -hmm. and, and you, the modeling agency you're with now will will how do you say it will amina will yeah. it's like yeah, the most Willamina. famous agency i should know how to say this <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty famous. But that's yeah. like the that's the first one you signed to, or did you eventually end up there? I'm only with Wilhelmina. Yeah, okay. only ever been with Wilhelmina. And what kind of stuff were they booking you for at first? Um, all types of like Sephora campaigns, like lifestyle, like Nike. Like I'm vegan, so a lot of like the brands I wanted to work for, I wanted it to be mainly vegan if I could. So mm -hmm. I've turned down jobs like Uggs. Like I would not shoot for stuff like that. So. It came to a point where I was literally able to, like, create my own career and pick the jobs that I wanted to shoot for. So, yeah, I loved it. But mainly, like, beauty stuff, like makeup, cosmetics. Damn. So that mm -hmm. did it just feel like you had finally made it or, like, your life had just changed overnight? No, I actually was never satisfied. Like, I always wanted more to be bigger, and that's kind of why... I don't know like I just didn't do any interviews at that time like just because I just felt like I'm not where I want to be who wants to interview me like no one wants to interview me like that's just the mentality I had like I need to get better and now I'm not that hard on myself like the way I was right but it's interesting because people tend to blow themselves out so fast these days so what age were you when you got this Drake uh production placement I was 22 okay like that and so I, I guess let's just like go into how this came about. You, yeah. when, when did you start producing music? I was 17 in high school. I was making beats and I always went to a musical based school. All the private schools I went to was all about music. Like they really emphasize music class. Like every year you had to do some type of musical performance in front of the whole school, everyone. So mm -hmm. um, whether you sing, play an instrument, whatever, like you had to do something like that. So that's kind of where my history of music or me learning how to make music came about was from, you know, going to the to private school um, and my ear for sound and like, you know, different pitches or whatever, um, learning how to work with singers or different artists. Because I was always on like the instrument side of music, mm -hmm. never really like singing or anything like that. So, yeah. So that's when it came about. I started actually really getting good at it when I was like 17 or 18 and your next question is how everything well I, I just also want to say it's kind of interesting because it's like being a model is all about how you look mm -hmm. and being a producer is almost zero yeah. percent how you look besides mm -hmm. like the marketing at a mm -hmm. certain stage uh so it's interesting that you like were drawn to these two different things one yeah. that's all about your appearance and one that's kind of completely like you alone in your room mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, the, what's crazy about that, I've always been into music before I even thought I was pretty. Like, I didn't find out I was pretty till like, later on in high school. Mm. I kind of was just more of a tomboy. I played a lot of sports. So I was kind of just, like, an athletic kid. Like, I didn't really, like, care. But I was cute. But, like, when I started to, you know, take Instagram more serious, my followers would just shoot up. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty. Like, I'm really pretty. Like, let me start posting more, you know? So <laughs> I've known girls like that in my life who, like, they being pretty, like, a big part of it is trying to look pretty. Because yeah. if you aren't putting makeup on or wearing a nice outfit or doing your hair right or whatever, it's a good chance that people are not going to look at you like that, yeah. you know? Like, uh, it's you kind of yeah, have so to embrace it. I just didn't care at that time and then i started caring when i realized oh this can turn into something like mm. someone could discover me or someone could see me or a job you know like different brands or whatever so i just always want to take the complete advantage of any opportunity that i do have that's like that and um yeah just make the most out of it so so did you go to college or you just go straight no, into actually, the modeling I kicked out of high school you, <laughs> and wait, i never finished high school really what did yeah. you get kicked out for um fighting yeah, I was fighting at a private school. Very bad idea. Wow. What happened? Yeah. What were you fighting over? Um, Just this kid was, like, bullying my brother. And the school was already tired of me for, like, not obeying the uniform policy. Like, I would wear what I wanted. Like, I would just walk out of class and leave class. Like, I was not, like, a private school type student. Like, right. if I was at a public school, I would have probably thrived. But private school, their rules are very strict and... I just didn't follow that. So that that fight was just their last year. You're time. fighting a dude? Yeah, a dude. <laughs> Why? He was just talking he shit or what? He was bullying my little brother. Really? Yeah, on Snapchat. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two brothers. And okay. my older brother is actually why I care about music. That was another thing. Really? Wait, so he was bullying him on Snapchat? So this is real? This really is how it goes down? Yeah. Uh, we, we hear about this on the yeah. news and shit, but. No, yeah, he was bullying him on Snapchat, like, in a, like recording him, like, zoomed in on him. Oh, and I was just shit. like. Someone in my class the next day had told me, and they was like, oh, he was making fun of your brother on Snapchat. And my brother's not a social media person, mm. and I am. So I felt like they were doing that because it's my little brother. Mm. So I was just like, oh, I have to, like, say something. And, like, he did not care about anything I was saying. Right. So I got kind of aggressive. Wow. You beat his ass? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He didn't get his any hits in on you? very obsessed. No. <laughs> His parents was very upset, so. Yeah, if I got yeah. beat up by a girl, by yeah. a model. It was like I caught him <laughs> off guard type, like, you know, and I was an athletic girl. Like, I was an athlete, so, like. You sucker punched him? Yeah. Wow. From the back. He was turned that way. He didn't even know. That's like, a good he move. He didn't see me, so. Yeah. Because he turned around, like, trying to act like it was funny. It was not funny. Like, this is my little brother, and he doesn't even do social media. I felt he was trying to attack me in a way, like, me and my little brother, and I mm. did not like like come straight to me you know like right i don't know that's yeah, just how i thought you gotta stand on your shit how'd your yeah. parents feel when you got kicked out though um they didn't really they were not that upset no but it was mainly my mom and my grandma um they they already knew i was over school and they knew since i was 18 i guess you have to like enroll yourself into school uh -huh. i wasn't doing that right i was not re-enrolling into school so. and you already knew the modeling thing was going to happen at this point yeah yeah mm -hmm. even though like they didn't believe in me when it came to what i wanted to do like they wanted me to go to school and do this and that and get a job that you needed some type of schooling for but that was never anything i wanted to do right mm -hmm. so when you get into the modeling world 
what's it like like what's the the culture of that shit like because i've known some girls who are models throughout the years and they definitely are telling me about crazy ass shit about having to starve themselves and all kinds See, of shit i never had that experience maybe that's more new york i would feel like because it's like high fashion modeling yeah i think there. the high fashion shit only have to be that. super skinny yeah i've yeah. never got into high fashion modeling i was more into beauty it's literally just your face mm. so i just they they've never weighed me like They'll take your measurements just for like the brand can make sure that they have your correct sizing. Mm -hmm. But like other than that, no, like I've never had like a problem with them. I have a side question. Mm -hmm. Are you the first beautiful person in your family or is it like do you come from a long line of attractive people? Because you, you're talking like you just figured it out one day like, oh, I could be hot. No, like, okay, my mom is very beautiful. <laughs> everyone in my family is mixed, so everyone in my family is gorgeous. Mm. I just think that they're not, like, into their looks the way I was. Mm. My mom went to cosmetology school, so she was at some point. But, again, she had, like, a hard life. So, like, she just stopped caring about all that stuff. But I'm like, Mom, I'm going to do that, okay? Like, everything <laughs> that you didn't want to do, I'm going to do. So, right. yeah, me and her butted heads a lot because of that because – she was just like, but I've tried it before. You could not be successful, like this and that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be successful. Like, right. I'm going to do something with it, you know? So, okay, you're, you're going hard with the modeling shit. Does that start opening a lot of doors for you socially? Like, all yeah. of a sudden, you're just, like, at the right Absolutely. parties and clubs? Like, how does your life change in that regard? Oh, I don't go partying, clubbing, and anything like that. But what's crazy, the times I do go partying or clubbing is when my life changes, like money mm. in the grave. That's another story. Right, we got to so, get to that story. Yeah, we got to get yeah. to that story. It's <laughs> of going out but like i pick and choose when i go out like i don't just go out just to be seen or to have fun it's not fun to me i want to network like that's when i get to know people and meet people and you know create relationships that i could use later on in life like that's mm. how i you know move i don't really just go to i don't like getting drunk and like all that right no i mean i'm so over the drinking thing at this point but it <laughs> but it's so true because i'm on the level like with being a dad and stuff where i'm never going out at this point but i was just in vegas for like five days for like the the porn convention and everything and you know i'm meeting ray j well i already met ray j actually but i'm like you know about to get the interview with ray j i'm like meeting just like non-stop different people and everything and it's just like oh right like being out in public is so important but it's also just so time consuming yeah. and just hard for me to fit into my fucking lifestyle you yeah. know mm -hmm. yeah it is pretty hard it is hard yeah but okay so in in regards to like the whole networking side of things though like i, I feel like at some point in all this you must have like a million dudes dming you and that's got to be like a whole facet Actually, of this you, you know it's crazy like yeah of course because like i'm gonna get some that do but if it is an artist it's a hundred percent work like mm. i artists do not approach me in that way and really? i don't know why i don't care about why i like that because i get to work with more people but they don't even if i go and work with them let's say i have a session with them in person they don't try me like they don't that's so interesting because that's like the number one complaint from girls in the industry is that they'll try to meet up with somebody to work on music or do a photo shoot or whatever and then they figure out that the guy just wants to do no yeah no like they just let me go on about my day goodbye hope you have a good night like no right they don't and i love it i like that because i could get a lot of work done that way mm, definitely okay so the drake thing mm -hmm. you met him well, when did you first meet him so so i played basketball right so he right. really was a fan of one of or not a fan supported one of my teammates um at the time and because and this is when you're her, in high school 
Yeah, in okay. high school. So he was a fan of women's basketball, high school basketball. I was her teammate, so he followed me because of her. And I was like, oh, shit, bitch, you got Drake to follow me? Like, what the hell? Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> oh, so my God. he followed me, and I just, I lost it. I'm like, I have to meet Drake. Like, I love Drake. I've always loved Drake, still love Drake. So basically, um, yeah, he followed me. Maybe a year later is when I built up the confidence to, like, message him on, like, some working stuff because I was 18 when I messaged him. Um, and I DM'd him, like, Hey, I make beats. Like, can I send you some beats? Like, no, no, no. I just wanted him to say my tag. I'm like, you don't have... It just seems so not realistic for him to get on one of my beats. I was like, can you just say my tag for me? I mean, in the hierarchy of different things to ask Drake to do, asking him to listen to your beats... Is he gonna? I don't know, but it's not that big a deal. But then asking him to say your tag yeah, is kind it's kind of like far up on the no, totem pole because it it's kind of it like is. him co-signing your whole yeah, existence. If yeah, you end up being a yeah. serial killer, he's directly looped <laughs> yeah. into that. Like the TMZ headline is gonna be the girl that Drake did the beat tag for yeah. is a serial killer, yeah. you know? And like he's yeah. he's gotta kind of be aware of that. No, yeah, yeah, of course. But I just didn't think of it like that. I just thought like, you know, him creating a whole song on one of my beats like that was just so far yeah, out of like my lot. thought range i don't know like but it, of course it was a goal i would want that to happen so he was like is this really you is your page hacked and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i had to send a video i sent him a video of me asking again i'm like yeah it's me like can i please you know send you something because he was like oh send me some shit but yeah i had to send a video confirming like my page is not hacked right. it is me I make beats. But so you sent the beats and he what didn't respond at that time? No, I sent the beats and they were not good at the time. When okay. I was 18, they were not good. And he so told you that? He didn't respond. <laughs> so I guess no, he right. didn't like them. Okay. But um yeah, they were not that great back then. So fast forward. Um what's crazy is I wasn't even supposed to end up at this party. I was asleep. And you know, parties out here end at like two. It was like twelve by the time I woke up from a nap. So you just so, fell asleep on the couch? You just fell asleep on the couch no, at the was, party? No, I went to bed. No, oh. I was going to sleep. I was not planning on going out. My friends, my two friends, shout out Chanel, um, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, um, bitch, come to this party. It's so lit. Da, da, da. It was at Poppy. Do you know Poppy mm -hmm. the Club? Yeah. So I was just like, um, you know, I'm just waking up. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go. She's like, no, you have to come. Please come. Like, this is the one event. Please come. Like, please. I was like, okay, whatever. So I get up. I get dressed. I hit one of my other friends that is cool with all the security guards because I already knew it was going to be. It, oh, detail. It was a um after party for Grammy after party for Drake and Meek Mill. This is like when they first got cool again. Mm. So everyone was there. Like it was packed. Like outside literally was like a sea of people. Right. So I was just like, I already know I'm not going to be able to get in. So I called my friend Kwame. Shout out Kwame. Um, and Kwame, he Brown? Knows, hmm? Kwame Brown? Kwame Brown? No. No, okay. Quam the Don. There's got to be other ones. Yeah, right. so he's cool with all of the security guards. I know if I go with him, he would just be able to get us straight in. So he got us straight in like I thought. And then we go. I meet up with my friends. And, again, I'm, like, not the super social person. So in the back of this club called Poppy, they have, like, a smaller club where they have, like, their own bar right. and, like, a photo booth. You know what I'm talking about? Have you I've, been there? I haven't been there, but I heard about the, okay. the separate bar Okay, so, yeah, it's, like, thing, a separate yeah. bar and, like, a separate everything. So right. I went back there. Like, I'm not really, like, trying to be – it was packed. It was so many people in there. Right. So, um, yeah, so I walk in there, and 
I'm my back is to the door, and I'm standing with my two friends, and I hear CC, CC, like behind me. And I'm like looking at them because I didn't want to just turn around. If it's somebody I don't want to talk to, I don't want to acknowledge that I saw them. Right. So I'm looking at them and I'm like, who's talking to me? Like, who is that calling my name? But by th they're just standing there like so in shock, just like, like just looking like, I'm like, bitch, who the fuck is behind me? Like, tell me who's behind me. Who is this? <laughs> he ends up like right next to me. And I'm like, right along with them. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? And then he was like, Cece, do you still make beats? First thing he says. Like, doesn't even say anything else. Do you still make beats? I was like, yeah. Even though I was just, like, deep into my modeling career. Because you hadn't like, even met him in real life at this no, point, right? No, I had never met him in real life. So I was like, oh, shit. And so like, he skips the introduction and everything? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Like, goddamn, that's crazy. So um, I was so nervous. I was, like, shaking damn near. I was like, yeah, I still make beats. I still make beats. And he was like, okay, cool, send me some. Walks right. off. Wow. That was the whole interaction. I was like, oh, shit. So then one of my other friends that I was with knows him. And then she was like, girl, you have to send in some stuff. I'll send it for you. Like, I'll give uh, I'll give your number to him. Like, whatever, whatever. I'm like, cool, thanks. Because I don't know how that was going to happen. That's so, so interesting. I feel like Drake saw you and just, like, felt the energy. She's going to be a star. She's going to be on No Jumper one day. Yeah. I just need to, I need to, I'm not, you know, I just need to be the guy who kind of helps usher her into the game. Right. No, yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what his energy was, like, throughout the whole process. Like, and from the time, what was crazy is right after that, I had to leave to go to London. I was shooting out there. Mm -hmm. And while I was shooting out there, normally, because I don't really have many friends like that besides the girl Chanel that I just said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being in London, I can't really talk to people like that out here because it's a different time zone. So I'm just They're like... asleep when you're awake. Yeah, always yeah. shooting by myself. But Drake is really an owl. Like, he's really <laughs> an owl. So I got a text and I was just like, who is up right now? Like, it's like three, four in the morning. Like, and it was Drake. I was like, oh shit, Drake texted me. Right. I was like, oh fuck. And he was in the studio. He was sending me like a video. And he was like... He sent me a video of this song, like, not of him, but it was, like, just, you know, like, rocking the to the playing, beat. And, yeah. yeah, and it was, like, a little bit done. And then I was, like, oh, shit, like, this song. And I heard Lil CC let it slap with the bass. I was, like, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Yeah, so that was crazy. I was in there, like, in the changing room. I was in the dressing room while I was shooting, and I was shaking all over again. I was, like, oh, shit, like, my... um beats that i sent to him he picked that one like i sent like 10 beats um and i just knew he's gonna pick that one i don't know it is pretty crazy because there's a million you know instagram models models whatever who are out here trying to rap trying to make music trying to do all the shit mm -hmm. and like you know some of them have varying degrees of success but for for him to just sort of like you know see your talent and recognize it like that that's just dope you know yeah it was dope it was super dope i was so like wow like that's crazy like i had no idea like he took it serious like oh you were serious like you know like i just thought he was just trying to be nice or like you know give me that boost of encouragement like oh i see you you know but no he actually fucked with my beat you know enough to make it a single you know the so. mess the message is great things can come from girls high school basketball Really? Well, I mean, that's how we found out about you at first, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is. I, I didn't hear that, but. Wait, I thought that's what you said, that that's why he followed you on the oh, gram. I thought you was just saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't yeah, been to a game. I don't know. Me. No, that's why he followed me. Yeah, that's why he followed me. That's the so. move, though. Move out to Calabasas and just go to all the high school games, apparently. 
Oh, no, this was not. I didn't go to school in Calabasas. No, but what's that school, Sierra Canyon Sierra or whatever Canyon. that he's, yeah, like, super into? Because right mm-hmm. my, my dad told me he went to a, a Sierra Canyon basketball game because my dad's really into high school basketball, mm-hmm. and he's just like, saw Floyd Mayweather at the basketball yeah, game. Yeah, like, I heard a lot my, of celebrities are going. My I dad's like, he had about 20 necklaces on. What the hell is that about? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's rich, dad. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so, okay, why why did you go vegan and at what age? Why did I go vegan? And, okay, and you have, so, like, a what a vegan blog? Yeah, we were just talking about this. So, basically, um, I went vegan because Chanel, shout out Chanel again, she wasn't vegan, but she just didn't eat any really meat. She was mainly pescatarian, which is you just eat fish, seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, And I remember I just ordered, like, some red meat, whatever I ordered. I was, like, 18, 19. Yeah, like, 18. And she was like, that looks gross. <laughs> and off rip, I don't know what it was. I was like, you are right. This is gross. Like, it was so nasty to me. Like, the way she just looked at it, that's all she had to say is that was nasty. Right. And I don't know, like, Chanel was kind of like, Chanel's like six years older than me. So, like, she was kind of like my mom a little bit. She helped me a lot in life. So, anything she said, I was just like, damn, like, you're right. So, yeah, I went vegan before she did, though. Oh, I really? transitioned faster than her. Hey, did you have a hard time with it at all? Um, no, because I transi- transitioned, like, I would cut out things one by one. Like, I cut out red meat first, and then I cut out chicken, and then I cut out fish. I was pes- pescatarian for a year. That was, like, the hardest thing to cut out. Uh-huh. But the last thing I had was sushi, and then I never had fish again after that. Do you, you think you're you're good for life? Yeah, I just don't want to. You could never be hungry enough? No. I mean, what do you mean? Like, like if you were starving like starving as in so what you got stuck on an airplane for eight hours and oh no nothing I'm good to eat. For eight hours i'm good eight I'm, hours you're yeah, good? I'm good i'm good i'm not eating it no. it must be I nice refuse. being a i never would eat plain food first of all it must be nice being like a low hundred pounds woman because i need no, i, I cannot fly, go eight hours i used to fly to, to europe going to london all the time and yeah. i would that's more than eight and i would not eat anything i mean realistically if you're stuck on a plane they're gonna give you like crackers and bread and shit no yeah i'm good though i just know how to like check out and not even think about it like i could just completely zone must be out. nice vegetables no, yeah. just don't fill me up i got a real issue oh it's more than just vegetables vegetables is a side okay mm-hmm. what are you eating a lot of tofu and beans and shit i mean that's like I guess pasta that's vegetable. you know rice i could get <laughs> like true. a vegan burger like they have a lot of vegan stuff now but i love vegetables i really love vegetables right mm-hmm. if i for you a million dollars to eat a steak right now would you do it yeah, a million, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting you to say no. Steak. <laughs> eat the shit out that steak. No, that's fair because with that million dollars, how many animals could you save? Yeah, and how many, you know, how much whatever I need, green juices. I could buy all the green yeah. juices after that and get all that out. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so just uh, to throw this out there. I saw on one of the blogs that you were in some sort of love triangle with Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. No, 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 no. Chris Brown has always been my friend. So oh, okay. Boy, a friend, like. So this was just a rumor. Yeah, no. Okay. I just it was just like I had a picture with both of them. Okay. So they kind of just like, oh, she fucked with both of them, you know, like no. So the blogs just put this together. You didn't date either of them. No. Oh wow. No, never dated either one of them. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. No. Nah, just <laughs> that's good. Just friends. Yeah. No. Nah. I thought that was pretty epic. No, no. I don't know why they put it like that. That was kind of awkward for me. I was so young. That was so bad for me. I had so much mental anxiety. Oh, really? Of that. Yeah. I was like, 
dang, like this now people think I'm like a bad person or like whatever they want to call me. Like Wow, so you were getting like the tabloid treatment from like a real young age and they were just making shit up for other people. Yeah, of thin I was air. so young at that I was like eighteen. Like I just did not like that. I don't like that kind of attention. Like cause of male I just don't want my name attached to nobody. Like I try my hardest and of course stuff happens and I learn my lessons as I go. But like you know, all I could do is just learn from certain situations. That's why I move the way I do now. I don't really, even if I work with an artist, I don't really try to take a picture with them. Like, I don't mm. want people to just twist things. Well, that's the weird thing about being a pretty girl, too, is if you take a picture with a dude, it's just everybody's going to fucking take it to mean mm -hmm. a very specific thing, you know? Yeah, no. I'm, mm -mm. I've only really been, like, in one, two public relationships that... I claimed. Other than that, I'm not claiming nobody else. Really? Okay, because that's what I'm like looking at all the stuff that's been posted by you on blogs, and it's kind of hard to tell because most of it seems like if you're linked to somebody, it was kind of like there's just a photo of you standing near them. Yeah, so it doesn't, like just it doesn't attacking yeah. me. I don't know. It was not mm -mm. right. Yeah, no. So the little baby thing, though, you claim, or uh, little Bibby, you claim that? Yeah, that was my boyfriend for four years. Four years? Yeah. Holy mm -hmm. shit. So yeah. you were around during the whole Juice World thing yeah, and everything? Yeah, I love Juice. Yeah. Wow, Juice, that must have been yeah, crazy. He's really nice. How'd you even yeah. meet him? How'd I meet Juice? Little Baby. Little Baby. Um, he messaged me on Instagram and we kind of just like would just message. He kind of just would message me on Instagram, but not really like try to see me like that. And I thought that that was interesting about him because I actually saw you when I was with him before. At Boa, yeah, Points yeah, yeah. at Shirley Jew. That's so funny, yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 that's funny. That's when I first saw you. But, so what, he wasn't thirsty and you found that kind of intriguing? No, I mean, like, he would DM me, but, like, yeah, I thought that was, like, interesting because I, like, usually my type is, like, you know, quiet, calm, like, not really pressed guys, like, at first at least. Like, I don't really like that. So, and that's how he was. And, um, yeah, we would just message each other, and I responded to him when I was in London shooting out there. Um, I used to live out there, so I, sp I spent a lot of time in London. So when I came back, I just messaged him back, and I was like, oh, I'm back, da da da, da. And then, yeah, we've just been inseparable ever since. How did it end? How did it end? Um, Just got over it, I guess. Nothing bad. Just kind of went your separate ways at a certain yeah, point? Yeah, he kind of just, like, was dealing a lot, dealing with a lot, like, you know, after Juice and, like, his new artist and like he would get real busy and we kind of both got in the music industry and I don't know we just became like not really the same people anymore mm. but it's all love still no issues at all you ever watch the old like YouTube uh like documentaries about the, the whole no limit Chirac thing freak yourself no, out for a little crazy. bit I was a huge fan of him before <laughs> musically like, oh I yeah, thought you were too young yeah, when okay. I was in high school <laughs> I was a huge fan of Bibby, like a huge fan. Right. But like, other than that, I don't know what you're talking about. There's like, my friend Traplore Ross did a whole documentary about No Limit in the, the old days of all the shit that they had no, going on in Chicago. I don't know about No Limit. I just was a fan of Bibby. That was it. Like, I didn't. Look at that. He's a real one. <laughs> Dated yeah, four years. He didn't tell his shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't know about No Limit. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> you had a weed store at one point? Yeah, I did. Um, Where was not that? Not weed. It was a smoke shop. Oh, but, okay. yeah, I sold CBD there. It was off Pico and, what's that street? Pico and La Brea. Yeah. How did you uh, go about opening this? Or did you have, like, a partner or something? Like kind of. So, um, 
my friend Mai, who we actually work together on Glam House, she has she it's a nail salon but also clothing salon now. Uh -huh. Um, I work with her on the clothing side, and she, the other side of it is nails. I actually got my nails done there. So, um, yeah. So she was like, "Oh, there's like a store, a couple, a uh, storefront, a couple doors down. If you want it, like I could talk to the owner and he'll just give it to you." And I'm like, I've always kind of wanted like something that has to do with like. A dispensary or like a smoke shop but a dispensary is so far-fetched like you need so much to open that True. so i'm like i'm just gonna make it a smoke shop and if you got a million dollars for eating a steak you still couldn't open a dispensary in la <laughs> yeah exactly yep. still can't it's like hundreds of millions i think <laughs> people who see like this that. clip and didn't see the other clip are gonna be really confused by that <laughs> um but okay so you just opened it up are you are you a big pothead no i mean at one point i was i can be but like I'm not, I don't have like an addictive personality, so I don't really like. You like being around it though? That. Yeah. Like the I ambience. smoke. Like if, if like people I'm with is smoking or if I'm in the studio, yeah, I'll smoke. Or like if I'm just chilling, I don't have anything to do, yeah, I'll smoke. But like I don't have to. Like mm. I'm not like, oh, I need a blunt or I need to smoke. No. Right. Mm -mm. You ever get too high? Yeah. <laughs> like, too high. Does that happen to you easily? Um, if I don't smoke for a while, yeah. But like, if I get too high, I just get too quiet. And like, I just don't want to talk or like real sleepy. Right. So I don't really try to like smoke like that. I miss the old days of my relationship where I, I would let my girl hit the blunt one time and then she would just go to bed next to me. <laughs> Aww, she won't, she won't, cute. she doesn't even want to be near me if I'm smoking at this really? point. Yeah, she hates the oh, smell no, I don't of it now. Mind. I don't mind being around it. Um, if I just don't want to smoke, I just won't smoke. But like, sometimes I will. If it's around me, I will. Right. Okay. So after you had the the Drake and Rick Ross song go crazy, um, from your perspective, did you want to like really double down as a producer, or how did you kind of continue to pursue that? So I kind of was just like, I want to take everything slow, cause like being a girl producer, I'm not as good as the other producers, like. You know, it was just very nerve wracking for me because I couldn't really have anyone to talk to. Like I can like most producers in the game are like my brothers. So like I can talk to them and give ask for advice, but they're not a girl at the end of the day. So it's like they don't really have the correct information on what I'm asking them. That's actually going to like really help. And a lot of them have really helped me. Like those like, don't think about it too much. Just do what you have to do. Just focus on your work, you know, just just do that, you know, like don't focus on anything else. Like, mm -hmm. but at first I didn't know how it would be, but now I know how it's going to be because I've done it for a couple years now. But like, um, yeah, it was just very nerve wracking. What was your question again? Did I answer that? <laughs> just how you went about pursuing it after that, because I feel okay. like after the Drake song, it's kind of like the world is your oyster. Like mm -hmm. everything you might want to exactly. do. You probably got labels trying to sign you. Yeah, pub, people was reaching everything. out immediately. Like, People was reaching out as soon as the song came out. Like, it was crazy. But um, I was reaching out to artists I would want to work with, and they would hit me back. Like, and it was just, you know, always about work. Like, that's all I really wanted to do is work with all my favorite artists. And that's kind of, like, what I told myself even when I worked with Drake. Like, if I'm going to work and do this producer shit, I want to work with Drake. Like, I want to work with people that I want to work with, you know? So, and that's what I'm doing now. So, I'm really excited. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But uh, have you worked with any other artists since then? Or, like, are yeah. you thinking about putting out, like, a full project or something at a certain point? I was thinking about point? that, yeah. I actually already kind of have it 
have that. But, like, I'm just, like, a perfectionist. Mm. So I want it to be, like, super perfect. Like, I want everyone to love it. I want it to go viral on TikTok. Like, I want to make a real statement with the position I'm in as a female producer. Like, I don't want it to just be, oh, she's a female, is whatever, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like in the music industry, people try to do that to women. And I want it to be, like, undeniable. So I've kind of just been in my perfecting stage now. Yeah, because, I mean, when you really think about it, there's been, like, female producers in yeah. rap, but yeah, you haven't really seen one become, like, like huge. I'm probably, like, yeah. forgetting. There's probably some exceptions to this that might be worth mentioning, but you haven't seen a ton of that, of, like, yeah, a, a girl exactly. be able to be a Metro or a, yeah. a DJ Khaled or yeah. whatever. Yeah, of that's like, what I would want to be. That's what I'm working towards. Like, not just being the best female producer, but the best producer. Right. Like, just you know being the best i can be comparing on everyone's compared to anyone's beats like that's just what i'm focused on but is it hard to balance that because i feel like when you're off doing this modeling shit and like having a real social life that it's probably hard because when i think of like producers who win it's kind of like the mega nerds who are down to be in the fucking studio for extreme periods of yeah, time working I their used asses to be off like that i used to be a mega nerd when i was just sitting by myself not talking to anybody i could really just sit and just do that and i can do it now but it's more on a like like all right, let me just chill. Like, let me think about what I need to do, who I'm trying to work with, like, and then, you know, work on that. But you would have to spend a lot of time in the studio. I just don't have the mental... Technical knowledge, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh -huh. I just feel like it's probably... When you get into the really elite level of being a producer, it's probably, like... Well, once you're good at it, it is what it is. But mm. I just feel like learning a lot of that stuff is probably pretty hard. But Yeah, it was hard at first. Um, and I'm still learning more as I'm going. Like, you know, it's 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 a lot of things to remember, a lot of different folders. You got a, a lot of plugins, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff. If I were you, yeah. I would just get like a ghost producer. I'm going to hire you. You make ill beats. I'll pretend that I a made them. A lot of producers do that. Right. Because, I'm not name dropping. But you have like the face for the brand that. so you could just no, do yeah, that exactly, and just do yeah. whatever. Yeah. I do have producers I sign that like they'll help me out with my beats or finish them or if they have a beat that they want pitched I'll throw it in the pack. Like oh. yeah, of course. But like full on ghost I like to just be you know part of the creative process. So yeah. But like my producers of course I would do that for them. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Damn, you got a whole team under you mm -hmm. now? Yeah, I do. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so oh yeah, are are you in a relationship right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it Jalen Brown that you're with? No. That was another one I saw in, when <laughs> no. I was scrolling mm -hmm. the blogs. No, I'm oh, not okay. with Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. That's just made up, or is you're you're laughing like you don't up. even know him. I mean, no, I we're friends. Yeah, oh, okay. we're cool, but no. But that's just another. Oh, okay. yeah, no. What 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 kind of what's the dude you're dating do? What does he do? What what lane? You'll find he? out eventually. Oh, we're gonna find out one yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're trying to be like very low key about it. Yeah. How's that going? Amazing. We don't argue. I don't have no problems. We're very very good. Do you think once it was Instagram official, that might taint it? Huh? Like if if once you're Instagram official, do you think that that might make things complicated having so many people commenting about it and shit? Um. No, I think we're both pretty, like, mentally strong people, so I don't think so, no. But I don't know if I would, I don't know, I'm not really worried about posting it on Instagram. Like, mm. I'm just a private person, you know? Everybody talks to somebody. I'd be lying to sit here and say I don't talk to nobody, right. you know? But, yeah. It's kind of weird because it's, like, at a certain point, I feel like it would be hard to hide. 
Like if you're going to the club with the I'm person, not anything. you'd have I don't to like hide deliberately like not be standing Man, next to them so they wouldn't say in that. My life. Oh, anything okay. I do, that's probably why it looks like the way it does. I don't hide anything. If I want to hang out or be friends, I'm gonna just do that. But like, mm. no, nah, I don't hide anything. My goal is not to hide anything. I'm not really like I do like change things of how I move, but I'm not really like a super regretful person. No. Definitely. Yeah, I just learn from things. And move on differently. Respect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so anything else you got going on that we should know about? Um, more music on the way. More music production by CC. Right. Um, modeling campaigns by CC. And yeah, follow me at Sydney Christine with a C. For sure. Are you thinking of changing your Instagram name to Little CC or something? Because it I might looked be- at it. Someone has it. I would have to like talk to Instagram about that or something because yeah. it's a not active page. Right. But yeah. My model name is Sydney Christine. Oh, so. yeah, for the modeling shit. Yeah. That's probably better, right? Yeah, I mean, either one. I don't think they'll be like, oh, we're not going to work with you because you're a little CC. But, like, that's what it was before. When like, you're a model, is there a bunch of shit you're not allowed to do? Because they have, like, a code of conduct that they want you to uphold? No, that's not. <laughs> I guess I don't know what all this stuff comes from people saying. I mean, maybe just when I entered the modeling career, I don't, like, there wasn't any, like, I've never felt like I can or can't do it. I mean, they'll probably be like, we don't think you should be, like, riding a motorcycle or, like, something that could you could scrape yourself. Well, that's but smart, like yeah. yeah. they're more, like, about your safety. But, like, nah, nothing about, oh, I have to lose weight for this. I mean, they do prefer you to be a certain body type, but they would never just sit here and tell you to do it. No. It's really, completely that, up to you. That's too... That's too much for them to actually tell you to lose weight. Might be like I've never. They've never told me, to, and I've been a different types. So my weight fluctuates. I could be thick. I could be skinny. I could be in the middle. They don't say anything. Oh, like they cool. don't. Respect. I've never had that issue. That's good. Body positivity all day. Yeah, yeah, a lot of body, especially it's a good now. Good note for us to end it on. Yeah, yeah. For modeling, it's just if you're confident and you know how to take pictures, like that's really mainly what they look for now. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank I really, you for it's an me. honor that you did your first interview with us. No, oh, thank you. It's an honor to have no jumper. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. No jumper. Shout out, no jumper. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, thanks so much. And uh, everybody, tap in on all your social networks thank and everything. You. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you. Little CC, no jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Bye, guys.